0: This is a Pele Media Podcast. Welcome back to Jurassic Park Minute. Jurassic Park Minute is the fan podcast that chronicles and overanalyzes the classic 1993 film Jurassic Park Minute by Minute. I'm Kyle. I'm Brady. And we are once again joined by our dear friend Nate from Jurassic June. Nate, thank you so much for coming back and doing another show with us.
1: Really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. I'm having a lot of fun. Cool. This has been a lot of
0: fun. Have you done – do you listen to any other Movies by Minute podcasts or have you ever done one of these before?
1: I have not. I've done podcasts, many a Jurassic podcast, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I mean maybe maybe as many as there are Jurassic podcasts. No, surely not. Um, no, I uh, have not listened to uh, a, a Minute by Minute, but when you guys reached out, it – I feel like now I gotta go back and listen to every every episode, which translates to like, what are they roughly twenty minutes? So it's like twenty times. Oh man, I'm screwed. Yeah, <laughs> it's be a I, I don't even want to think about it. It's uh, it's
0: it's great if you have like some sort of long term like art project, or maybe you've got a lot of lawn work to do. Like yeah, <laughs> these yeah, are yeah. really fun to load up, or like a long road trip, you know. But um, it's really funny because Brady and I, before we did Jurassic Park Minute, we did uh, Go- G- uh, Ghostbusters Minute, and that okay. was about a hundred episodes. And then Brady is also doing Goonies Minute at the same time. So I was nice. kind of trying to do the math in the shower the other day on how much time of the last year we've spent doing this. But uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's 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 been a real fun adventure to do it. And. Um, it's really helped me, I think, appreciate Jurassic Park more. Brady, would you say that? Does it, has this, this yeah, l- uh, increase the depth of knowledge on the film?
2: It really has, but it has kind of taken away this sort of overall wave and nostalgia, like something that you can't really put into words. Uh, or maybe yeah. I just need to get away from the show for a little while and see if I can, whenever I hear a certain piece of music, it just takes me back to being eight years old. But uh, you know, after you get accustomed to something so much like this, it, it you see it in a new light, and I don't, I don't know if I quite like it with a movie that I've known in a way that I've known it for almost my entire life. So it's interesting. Yeah. It's it's been an interesting run for real.
0: Well, Nate, but, yeah. is that is is that something that's happened to you? The number of times you've watched Jurassic Park in your life? Do you feel like you can still watch it the same way you did when you were younger?
1: Yes and no. I would say. I mean, I've seen it so many times, so I could go long periods of time, months, if you will, without seeing it. Maybe, maybe years. I don't know. Probably not years. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like if you're get because I do all this Jurassic June stuff, as you guys have been probably with this podcast, like dinosaurs or Jurassic-related, this, that, and the other on a daily basis. And so, you know, when you're oversaturated with that, it does pull away some of that grandeur of it i guess a couple months back jurassic park was coming to the nashville symphony and the symphony was playing this john williams score underneath so i was intentional about not watching it uh for a couple months and then um seeing that with you know the full orchestra underneath i mean it was magical man so i was like well i can never uh watch the movie without an entire symphony again so i'm screwed (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that changes it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, we just have to bring them over to the house, I guess. So.
2: Yeah. Well, do y'all want to get into the minute? Yeah. yeah let's sure.
1: go ahead
0: and do that. In the previous minute, we saw the survivors escape from the raptor by climbing down scaffolding and onto a dinosaur skeleton exhibit below. As the minute ended, the skeletons fell apart, sending Grant, Lex, Ellie, and Tim, and the pursuing Velociraptor to the floor below. At minute 117, Ellie stands up and sees a shadow behind a visqueen sheet. The raptor that had chased her through the utility shed raises its head and locks eyes with her. 117.10, Grant grabs Tim and pulls him from the broken dinosaur bones. The survivors are cornered by two velociraptors. They slowly back into the middle of the room. At 117.27, one of the raptors gets herself into a pouncing position and flares her claws out. At 117.30, the other raptor also gets into position and readies herself to jump at the survivors. The raptor leaps into the air, and as soon as it lifts off the ground, it is snatched up into the jaws of the Tyrannosaurus Rex. She crushes the raptor between her jaws and shakes it around, breaking its neck. At 117.37, the survivors look on in disbelief as the T-Rex chews on the raptor. They move away as the Rex spits the dead raptor out onto the ground. At 117.45, the other raptor jumps onto the Rex's neck and claws at it. The survivors see their chance to escape and run towards the visitor center's door. At 117.55, the survivors clear the visitor center door. John Hammond drives up in a jeep carrying Ian Malcolm. And thus ends Minute 117 of Jurassic Park. Brady, do you know what the uh, phrase deus ex machina means? I do,
2: but tell the listeners.
0: So it's, it means the machine of God and basically it was an old theater term where uh, I think they would bring in like a, someone dressed as an angel or something like that at the end of the theater and they would be lowered by this uh, device that would come down and they would kind of save everybody and the reference refers to not only the machine that would lower the actor as the angel on, onto the stage but also a, something that would come out of the middle of nowhere and save the heroes as if a the hand of God was coming in and saving everyone and we have the Tyrannosaurus. Tyrannosaurus. Tyrannosaurus Rex here acting as deus ex machina at the end of the movie. Uh, And sometimes it can be a little bit of a cheap writing device that you have painted yourself into a corner and you have to get somebody out of a situation by almost the interference of God. But in this situation, uh, it is one of the very one of the coolest things I have ever seen, I think, in the theater to see the Tyrannosaurus Rex come in and save everybody. So, yeah, the first time that we saw this movie, I remember just being... Like, I I could not figure out how these characters were going to get out of the situation. There were two Velociraptors. I knew for sure they weren't going to kill all these people in this family adventure film. But the last thing I thought was going to happen was the Tyrannosaurus Rex heads just come into frame out of nowhere and snatch up a Velociraptor in its jaws. So, Brady, the first time you see this movie and the Tyrannosaurus Rex comes in and saves everybody, what's going through your mind?
2: Uh, You know, just cheers. Hey, that's awesome. There's this creature that's neither bad nor good. You know, not not a hero, not a villain necessarily. You know, yeah, it takes you by surprise and the music's rousing and everything and I guess you're happy. But how the hell did he get in there? And it wasn't until later that I realized there's the big opening in the wall because the building's still under construction. And we saw the raptor come in a minute ago. But even still, I've, I was always thinking like, okay, wouldn't they have heard it and stuff like that? There's been moments in the movie so far where we've seen the T-Rex come out of nowhere and he's right next to you. Like whenever they're... Putting Malcolm in the jeep earlier, uh, Ellie and Muldoon, and he comes just right out of the trees, right behind him. Whenever he goes and bursts out of the trees and snatches up one of the Gallimimus, he's just sort of been right there. So in that regard, it kind of works. You know, apparently there are people who swear that when they saw this movie for the first time, there was a big shot of the T Rex bursting through the wall. Yeah, and. I'm like I don't know, like man. A, you might be a Mandela effect type thing. These are the same was, people was... that
0: that think that uh, Sinbad Shazam? was a movie about a yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> so, like I said, you know, it's I, I forgive it because one, it's just an awesome moment, and two, it's where this, it's what should have happened. It's what the proper ending of this movie should have been out of the couple of endings that uh, we heard there were going to be originally. So,
1: yeah. Well, Nate, what
2: about okay,
0: so- you? This, uh, this this ending here—did this catch you by surprise when you saw it?
1: Yeah, I mean, y- you are—you're—you're you're just so wrapped up. You, you know, the character development is at its peak. The you know the height of the the pinnacle of the movie. You know, and. and- You're like, how the hell are they going to get out of this? They play, they play two cards, you know, they play the, you see the, you, you know, impact tremors, you see the T-Rex coming from afar, but then he does, like you just said, he'll pop out of nowhere. And you're like, okay, wait, where's, like, you know, what's, what's, what gives? But I think there's the suspension of disbelief. You got to have that with this film. And maybe I am seeing it through rose colored glasses because, it's my favorite and you know, (laughs) nothing can touch it, but I,
2: I, I love it. You know, um, I think this is some of the best CGI in the movie because it's all within daylight and the movement, the skin, the muscles, the swinging of the tail, everything is just so incredible. Uh, and so, okay, in Jurassic World, it's the same T-Rex, Rexy, and you can actually see the scars on its neck that this Velociraptor is giving it right here whenever it jumps oh, on its neck. Oh, that's clever. Which is kind of a cool yep. little throwback. Yeah.
1: I, I would say just back a touch on the uh, incredible CGI stuff here. You know, I mean, this is freaking 1991, 92, and they're working yeah. on this, you know, and it yeah. it still holds up you know, this so much time later, um, you know, you said that it's the same Rexy in, in Jurassic world. I think it even looks a little weird. She looks a little weird in Jurassic world. As I compared
2: to am right there with scene. you. Exactly. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah.
1: But,
0: I mean, they definitely perfected the art form with this, with this movie. And it's, uh, in some ways been diminishing returns ever, <laughs> ever since. So
2: whenever the Raptor, you know, pokes his head up through the, visqueen, uh, it's, it's got like almost, you know, its facial characteristics show exactly what's on its mind, exactly what it's doing. And it's assessing the situation by, like, uh, kind of squinting its eyes a little bit, and looking around the room. And it's almost human in the sense that you know what this thing is thinking. So it's, it's just incredible. Uh, obviously, the push in on Ellie, which I used to think was just really awkward, is sort of signifying that that is the raptor that was chasing her through the uh, utility right. shed. And another thing is she closed the door behind it. So here's this thing figuring out how to open a door to yeah. get out and then find him too. The, the only its thing that's missing is there. her yeah. is
0: her kind of giving it like a one liner, like looking at the camera and being like, you've got to be yeah. kidding me or something like that.
2: Wait, wasn't there a one liner in, in the, uh, so whenever on one of our Patreon episodes, we reviewed the original draft of the scripts. Didn't Grant say something like, and then there were none. I think so. Yeah. But the, uh, or was that a joke that you made or something? Uh,
0: yeah, maybe I did. Or I don't like, know. you know, uh, no, way. We, what we were talking about is what would John Hammond say when he comes in and shoots the raptors? You know, and he would he cocking his gun and saying something like, now they're extinct, extinct. Or like, and then there were none or yeah. it's been revoked. I think something like that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> right here at the end, whenever they run out of the building, uh, Hammond pulls up in a Jeep. And I've always been like, why is there no windshield? Well, that's the Jeep that Muldoon and Ellie and Malcolm were in earlier when they went under the log and the windshield smashed away. So, hey, do the show minute by minute for important things like that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so. I always found it funny. Like, I I get that the T Rex was just distracted as they run underneath him. I wouldn't have gone out that way. Yeah, <laughs> I would have seriously. found. A, I would have found a side door. I'd keep you know go back in, lock doors, yeah. whatever. Um, yeah. But you know, I think at that point they came up with this new ending, uh, like we said earlier. I think it was while they were shooting, and so you know, it was by that point it was like, all right, let's let's put a quick bow on this thing, and and yeah. you know. And get it out, get yeah. it going. So it's, it's definitely relevant. emotionally
0: it. satisfying, right. if not intellectually satisfying. You know, it's the 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 physics of how all this is working maybe don't add up, but you know what? It's so cool at the same time. It's uh, you know, and it, this movie is a perfect like running length too. Its pacing is fantastic, and by the time it wraps itself up, you're kind of like, yeah, you're not. It doesn't overstay its welcome. It's kind of like okay, this is where the movie should be ending. So you know, if they had to like find a way yeah. for a gigantic Tyrannosaurus Rex to come in and eat a Velociraptor. I guess it's what they had to do to get everybody out of the theater at 90 minutes and happy, you know, <laughs> yeah. 120 minutes, excuse me. Yeah. There's
2: there's no way that it was just going to leave. And the last time you were going to see the T-Rex, was it getting some Gallimimus. Yeah. Like it really had to have this, this final moment. Uh, I don't, I think it was Dean Cundy. I'm not sure what crew member it was, but he asked Spielberg like, so how does the T-Rex get back into the building and Spielberg's answer was, well, its head comes in from the top of the frame and then it goes down and bites the raptor. And, like he started talking I think it was Kathleen Kennedy. And he was just just in the most non like cynical way, was actually trying to explain how he was gonna do it editorially and not how the logistics of the right. story would work. So <laughs> But
0: <laughs> uh, it's it's like that scene in yeah, uh, in Alien where some stagehand asked Ridley Scott while it was rain- why it was raining in the engine room, and he took them aside and said, "Don't you yeah. ever question me? I'm the director." And that was the answer. Yeah, so, yeah <laughs> it's uh yeah. You know, film logic is yeah. is something we've talked a lot about on the show, and sometimes you know it uh, it just it, not not everything makes sense, but at the same time, if you can if they can get you caught up in it emotionally, And you're not questioning it at the time. It it just it makes for a better film going experience. So. Yeah, but that's all I have for yeah. this minute. You guys got anything else? That's it for me. Well, Nate, yeah. again, thank you so much for coming on the show. We really appreciate you giving us the time. It's, it's been a real joy having you on here. But uh, for those listeners out there who might have missed Monday's show, can you just tell us just real quick again how they can find out more about Jurassic June?
1: Yeah, uh, JurassicJune.com. Um, it's got a bunch of information there. Um, our shop, where we got lots of fun stuff there. Um, social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Jurassic JurassicJune. Awesome. Well, thank you yeah, again I for so much to. for
0: joining us. Uh, Brady, you're going to stick around for the last two episodes, right?
2: <laughs> I'll be here. Okay,
0: cool. I'll have you back again I tomorrow. I will. Then. So, all right, folks. <laughs> well, thank you so much uh, for listening to today's show. Again, only two more episodes left. We're going to do minutes 118 on Thursday and 119 and 120 as a double show on Friday. So please make sure to come back and join us for that uh, for Nate and for Brady, for myself, Kyle. Until next time, hold on to your butts.
2: jurassic park minute is a fan supported podcast if you like the podcast then leave us a review on itunes you can contact us at jurassic park minute at gmail.com and visit us online at jurassic park minute.com facebook.com slash jurassic park minute and twitter.com slash jurassic minute You've been listening to a Pele Media podcast. For premium content and exclusive podcasts, visit us at patreon.com slash Check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash and follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash